Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast, Early Mornings, Late Nights, learning together how to pray effectively. My name is Deacon Glenn. Together with my son AJ, we will learn together in order to become effective and efficient in our prayer lives through study of the scriptures, discussions of relative topics, and engaging interviews with ordinary, everyday individuals. Let's begin our journey together. Early mornings, late nights. Hallelujah. Thank you. (laughs) We are here together again, Father and Son, AJ and Glendon. We're looking forward to another lesson today as we talk about uh, how to pray. And today what we're going to be talking about is that we must believe, we must believe. And what must we believe? Well, those are the things that we're going to be talking about. But before we do that, we have to open up in prayer. Father, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you for everyone listening to this podcast. And we pray, oh God, that there will be something for everyone. Everyone that listens to this podcast, they would gain insight. They would gain knowledge, revelation, and understanding about how to commune with you. We thank you, Father, because we know that you hear our prayers and we believe that we receive what we have asked you for today. And we give you praise and glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Early mornings, late nights, learning together how to pray effectively. And this morning, we're going to be talking about an aspect of prayer, which is very, very important, believing. Believing. What do we have to believe? Well, there are certain things that we have to believe that we're going to be talking about this morning. We have to believe that God exists. That may sound strange if you're a Christian but we will talk about that. God does exist. We have to believe that God rewards those who diligently seek him. Listen to me. I'm going to repeat that again. We have to believe that God rewards those who diligently seek him. We also have to believe that Jesus is the son of God and no one comes to the father except through him. That's the foundation of our faith. And then lastly, but not least, we have to believe that when we ask God for something, that we have it even before we see it. So we're going to be talking about those few things and maybe some others as we go through using some scriptures to back up what we say. So first of all, let's have a look at that first belief. We have to believe that God exists. If we go to Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, it says, And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who diligently seek him. That's a very, very important scripture. Let me read it to you again, and I'm reading the NIV version. Without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who diligently seek him. AJ, what do you think of that that scripture, Hebrews 11, verse 6? Yeah, it's a great great scripture. It's um, 
I think the tough part is because when you pray, you're, you're dealing with spiritual things. I think it's hard when you, you don't see the tangible when you're ready, when you when you think it should happen. So I think sometimes you lose um, you lose heart and you you tend to give up. But uh, according to the scripture, if we diligently continue and you you know press forward with the consistency, is when you'll see the results. So I think that's I think that's a one of the difficult things to to uh, whether you're whether you're new to prayer or you're mature, it's, it's that consistency and pushing through. I think that's the hardest part. Right, that that uh, is absolutely true. But when I read this scripture, it's it's interesting when you read it. The first thing that it says, it says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So without believing, we cannot please God. Doesn't matter what you do, you have to believe. And what do you have to believe? Believe that he exists and that he rewards you, rewards those who diligently seek him. So anytime you pray, you're showing God that I believe that you exist. And I believe that you're going to reward me for diligently seeking you. I will be found of you, God, what God says. So it's, it's very interesting that prayer pleases God. Because what we are doing is that we are telling him, I believe that you exist. And I believe that if I continue to seek you, I will find you. So that is very important. We must believe, and the first thing that we have to believe is that God exists and that those who seek him will find him and he will reward you for doing that. Yeah, that is, that's very true. Uh, and it's interesting that in, in the Bible, it, the Bible never uh, attempts to prove the existence of God. It assumes that he exists from the very beginning. If you go in Genesis 1 and 1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. He doesn't try to attempt to prove his existence, but what it does, it reveals God's character reveals his nature and his work and once we start to see that and look at all of that our faith is built up and uh ajama was just referring to uh that just now how do we get that faith the bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by god's word so if you're not actively in god's word then your faith is weak and it's hard to believe that he exists so starting from genesis if you start reading that, you see who, who God is, you see his character, and you see his power, you see what he's capable of, you see what the work that he's trying to do, and uh, by the Holy Spirit, he starts to reveal to you all of these different things, and your faith is built up. So never try to approve God's existence, but just try to understand his nature, try to understand his character, try to understand his work.
and your faith will be built up from the inside out. And even just to add to that, I'm reading a book on um, currently on apologetics. When I finish it, if it's something I think that the, will benefit um, all of you listeners, I'll definitely mention it. But it, it's inter- it's an interesting point of view because in the book, um, for those of you that don't know apologetics, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Dad, but it's um, uh, the study the study of the Word of God on how to prove, I guess, how to prove other thought. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it or explain. Just the how word to apologetics. defend your faith, actually. That's yeah, basically. Yeah, to, yeah. That's the best, that's the simplest way to put it. How to defend the faith, and it's interesting. In the book, he says it actually takes work not to believe that God exists because there's so much um, that has been proven over time with modern day technology, uh, with history books, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that the word of God is actually true and does exist. For those of you that are scientifically minded uh, or otherwise, um, so it's interesting. Um, that the God doesn't attempt to prove that he exists or that what the word says is true because he's given us, um, you know, men and women in, in, in our society, both uh, past and present, to help us, uh, you know, kind of debunk some of those myths concerning the word of God. Um, so like that says, it's, it's just a matter of reading and staying deep in the word and consistency. And like the interview that we had um, with Miss Payne recently about how she incorporates the word of God that can only do one thing and that's increase your faith, which will strengthen your prayer life, right? And take you uh, to where you need to go uh, in your prayer. That's right. So yeah. So very important. We have to remain in God, in God's word. And that by doing that, we just know that he is and that he exists. The second thing that we have to believe is that God rewards those who diligently seek him. He rewards those who diligently seek him. That word diligent means that you have to keep on doing it and doing it and doing it and not give up. A lot of people, they, you know, they start to pray, start to read their Bible, but after a few weeks, um, you know, they get tired and then they stop doing it. What we have to do is remember to continue in prayer, continue in the, in the word and just seek him. Bible says, if you seek him, he will be found. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it will be open to you. So we have to be diligent. We have to continue uh, doing all of these things on a consistent basis in order to get the answer to, um, you know, our prayers. So we have to, you know, diligently seek him. In Isaiah chapter 55, Verse says, it says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. In Psalm 14, verse 2, it says, the Lord looks down from heaven on all mankind to see if there are any who understand, any who seek him. Praise God. So he's looking for those who are seeking him. He's actively looking to see who is looking for me, who is uh, trying to find me. Okay, I'm going to go and reveal myself to them. It's like having a, a, a little child. I have uh, three grandchildren and uh, the joy of, of those grandchildren is playing with them. And one of the games that children love to play is hide and go seek. So, you know, they come looking for you, but you're not going to hide yourself where they can't find you. You hide yourself behind a wall 
and you leave your foot sticking out so that they can see that you're behind that wall. And God is the same way, you know, because we are his children. He's not going to hide where we cannot find him. So we have to seek, though. And that's the thing. If we don't seek, we won't find. If we don't knock, the door won't be open. So uh, those are the things that we have to uh, remember that we have to do. We have to. But it's great. Yeah, go ahead. No, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I said it's great. What you pointed out there is that you've just revealed that prayer is a, a two-way street. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a conversation. It's two, it's two parties involved. It's not just us putting in all the work and effort. It's, it's us calling out to God and God uh, hearing from heaven and coming unto us uh, and communing with us and interacting with us and uh, rewarding us, like you mentioned, and listening. And, and it's, it's, I love that it's, it's not just us putting in all this work and time and effort. And like we discussed, waking up early in the morning and sacrificing God. I mean, God has sacrificed his son, which is more than he ever needed to do, but did anyway. But other than that, I mean, he's, he's definitely willing to listen to anybody that takes the time uh, to come and speak with him. And he, he welcomes that. And, and, and that's a beautiful thing to, uh, to kind of realize that the God of all creation is, is looking for our attention and our um and our time and to give of his time yep yeah that's true and when we start seeking him one of the things that we find we start looking at his son to understand who he is and when we do that we we find out that no one can really come to god unless they come through his son which is one of the really like i said before the foundations of our faith we have to realize that Jesus is the son of God. He's the reflection of God, the, the image of the father. So if we want to know who God is, we look at his son. And if we cannot understand the son, we won't be able to understand the father. So what must we believe? We have to believe that Jesus is the son of God and that no one comes to the father except through him. In John chapter 11, verses 24 to 27, I'm going to read it for you. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Listen to this again. I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live. And even though they die, and whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the son of God, who is to come into the world. That's the very essence of our faith. Jesus is the son of God. And those who believe in him would have everlasting life. When you see him, you see the father. You cannot understand the father unless you understand the son. And in the same um, gospel, according to John chapter 14, verse 6, it said, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Hallelujah. Praise God. We have to believe in the Son. We cannot get to the father except we come through the son and we know that when we come to the father he is the one who uh, uh, rewards us for diligently seek him 
So you see the path, you go, you find out the son, you understand the father, you come to the father diligently, and he rewards you for your diligence by answering your prayers. Praise God. I'm getting excited now. I'm starting to preach, but this is not a preaching forum. This is <laughs> a podcast. So I got to put yes. it back. AJ, what do you think about that? That's great. That's great information. And I think it's definitely um, something that everybody should keep in the back of their mind when they take the time to pray that, uh, you know, that God, God is, God is in it with you. You're not alone. You know, and if Jesus, when he was here on earth, uh, had to pray, how much more should we have to pray um, and interact with the father in that way? So it's a good thing. It, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's needed. It's necessary. It's, it's something that will enhance your life. Yeah. So one of the things I encourage that, everybody to pray. Yep. One of the things um, that is so important to realize is that in the gospel, according to John, there's a long discourse of Jesus when he's talking to his disciples just before um, he goes to the cross and he's giving them information. And this information is information that he thinks is important to them because he knows that he's going away. So it's, it's really good to read those chapters. I, I believe it's like chapter 14, 15, and 16. But in chapter 14, I want to read you uh, this part. Jesus answered, he says, don't you know me? This is Jesus talking to Philip. Don't you know me, Philip? Even after I've been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the words itself. Praise God. Then it goes on to say, in that day, you will no longer ask me anything. Verily, verily, I say to you, my father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Listen to this. In that day, you will no longer ask me anything. Verily, I say to you, my father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now, you have asked for anything in my name. Ask and you receive and your joy will be complete. Well, there's a lot of teaching in that. And like I say, we're not in a sermon mode. We are in, uh, 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 what, what, what mode are we in here now? Podcast. Podcast, <laughs> Podcast mode. But those are <laughs> scriptures that we have to uh, uh, read and understand. You don't get to the Father unless you go through the Son. And the last thing that we are going to talk about believing, we must believe that we have what we ask God for even before we see it. That's called faith. Even before we see it, we have to believe that we have it. And this is probably one of the hardest things for us to do in our prayer life. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 24, it says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. That sounds like a contradictory statement. You have to believe, and then it will. What do you think about that, AJ? Yeah, again, um, believing, believing is so key. And, and just 
believing no matter what the circumstances, believing no matter what life might be uh, seem like, you know, just kind of uh, persevering in that sense. Believing is so important. And, be- and from believing, a lot of good things come. And a, a good scripture to um, illustrate this is the, is the scripture where Jesus curses that fig tree, remember? He curses, he speaks to the fig tree, says, Don't let no more fruit be on you uh, forever. And then the next day, when they were passing by, Peter noticed the fig tree was uh, dried up from the roots. And this is what Jesus says. Jesus replied, truly, I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and it shall be done. If you believe, listen, if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. So you got to believe, you got to see it happening even before you ask, because you believe that when you ask God, you're going to receive it. Now, this has been misused a lot in uh, recent times and uh, what they used to call the name it and claim it gospel, uh, which is not what we're talking about here. Praise God. You can't just decide that you want this. And uh, I want to, I don't know, let's say an airplane. I want to be able to fly around the world. So I'm going to believe it. I'm going to name it and claim it. I want a fancy car. I'm going to name it and claim it. I want a new job. Uh, uh, making a hundred thousand dollars and I don't have the skills for that job, but I'm going to name it and claim it. This is not what we are talking about. This is not what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, 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 believing uh, that you've received something that is embedded in your spirit by the Holy Spirit. The Spirit speaks to our spirit. And then we have the faith to believe God for that particular thing. And that actually is another uh, teaching in itself. But um, uh, what we're talking about here is that when you pray, you have to uh, believe that you have what you're asking God for before you see it with your eyes. But you're asking God for those things according to his will for your life. Praise God. AJ, expound on that. Yeah, and I think... I- Praying, praying, uh, praying accurately and correctly is so important because um, uh, asking for things outside of uh, what God has for you, uh, two things. If you get it, it could ruin you. It could cause you a lot of trouble and problems. Um, and secondly, if God is withholding something because he knows it's going to be detrimental to your, for your growth, it could damage your, um, your faith. It could damage your... Um, desire and will to pray so it's important that you take the time to understand what it is god is doing in your life what he wants from you uh and you can do that by just talking to him and asking him specifically there's nothing off um you know that there's nothing that you can't ask him there's nothing that's off limits uh so just ask him sorry specifically can't speak today uh about what it is he wants for you and then pray into that and then when you get that revelation you pray into that and then you know that you'll be praying the will of God for your life. Uh, and then you just believe and you grow from there. So it's definitely a, a, an important thing to take into account when you're praying. 
Exactly. Exactly. A scripture that really um, illustrates what we've been talking about here is found in Romans chapter four, verse 17. And I'm going to read that to you in one moment. Let me find it. I'm going to read it in the ESV translation. Uh, I just have to find it. Here it is. It says, as it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. This is talking about Abraham in the presence of the God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. God calls into existence things that do not exist on our behalf as we pray for him. I'm going to read it for you in the King James Version. Uh, for those of you who are the King James uh, Version readers, and I'm also going to read it in the NIV. It says, at, this is King James, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom believe, even God who quickeneth the dead and calls those things which are not as though they were. And now I'm going to read it in the NIV. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believe. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into being those things that are not. So these are some of the basic things that we have to believe. We have to believe that God exists. We have to believe that God rewards those who diligently seek him. We have to believe that Jesus is the son of God and no one comes to the father except through Jesus. And then when we ask, we have to believe that we have what we ask for before we see it. And those are some of the basic foundational beliefs that we have to have in order for our prayers to be answered. Anything else to add, AJ? Well, you pretty much summed it up. Okay, that's our lesson for today. Early mornings, late, late nights, nights, learning together how to pray effectively. See you all next time. Have a great right. day. Bye-bye. Take care, everybody. Bye. Hey, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed our podcast. If you did, subscribe to our email list. Tell your friends about our podcast. Spread the word about early mornings, late nights. See you all next time. Until then, may God bless you and keep you. And may the Spirit of God give you peace. And may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. God bless you all. See you next time.